Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. On this edition, some pieces about food. Some people don't like hosting Thanksgiving dinner, not because they don't like to cook, not because they don't like company, but because their standard for getting the house clean enough for company is so high that it's just not worth it. Maureen Hosbacher said that when she gets too fussy about how her apartment looks or what she's serving, she thinks of her mother, who she said always had her priorities in the right order. Here's an excerpt from her essay, Tables. My mother regarded cooking not as a womanly art, but a necessary evil, which involved chopping, mixing, lifting, sweating, getting nicked, getting burned, washing up, and making garbage. To give mom her due, she was not, however, a complainer. I never heard her say she hated to cook, yet in her kitchen she wore soiled house dresses, the curtains were sooty, the sink was greasy, nothing sparkled, roaches thrived. In spite of it all, her family managed to thrive on an abundance of her love, meat, and potatoes. Also fresh carrots, turnips, parsnips, cabbage, and onions whose preparation she would not entrust to commercial processors. Otherwise, she mostly relied on Mr. Birdseye. The most frequently deployed kitchen equipment was the phone. In between gab fests or planning sessions for club meetings or dinner dances and such, Mom threw things into the oven or into boiling water and often thought to take them out at the moment of their juicy doneness. If you happened to be present, the dinner would be plunked down in front of you with no regard for aesthetic presentation. You might first have to clear away the litter of the morning mail, a few pens, rubber bands, earrings, and whatnot to make room for your plate. If you happened not to be present, she'd arrange a plateful that you could heat up whenever you straggled in. An excerpt from Maureen Hosbacher's essay, Tables, from Passenger's Winter 2019 issue. For a lot of families, pie is a required part of Thanksgiving dinner. Jim Taylor said his grandfather, whose leg was crushed in a railroad accident, enjoyed all manner of dessert pies. Those of an older generation, he said, will understand that a wife was expected to bake, even in the July and August heat, and she would set the pies on the kitchen table to cool, or even on the back stoop. That inspired Jim's poem, The Pies. He and his wooden leg limped to the kitchen and inspected the oven. Bring me this pie, he ordered his wife, and she did, with ice cream and cheese on the side. A wag, he clacked his false teeth at table. Sickened one day, he took to his bed. The pies bubbled and cooled on the cloth. Gravely, they waited, but he nor his leg neither came. Bring him, the pies piped. He can't come, she whined. Then give him this message, they said, and thrust a dry crust in her hands. She clumped the stairs. They want you, she whispered. No more pies, he whimpered. She clumped the stairs. He ain't hungry, she told them. He ain't hungry, they mimicked and showed their sharp teeth, for pies can be cruel when provoked. We'll peel him, they prattled. We'll cook him, they chorused, 
and clattered up the stairs to his room, but found him dead as the day before yesterday. So they went to the window, and by two fluttered off, like great butterflies that fly south for the winter, leg in a corner, teeth in a jar, and the pies? The pies are no more. The Pies, Jim Taylor, from Passenger's 2017 Poetry Contest issue. We'll end this edition of Burning Bright with a poem not about, but in the spirit of Thanksgiving. It's by Larnell Custis Butler. Larnell used to sit in a park in her neighborhood and sketch the people she saw. Then she'd write poems about the lives she imagined them to have. Here's one of those poems. At Big Mama's house, there is the power of love in the cooking pot. Big Mama is a sacred spirit in our urban neighborhood. She is the color of black Piedmont coal, heavy in weight, but never burdensome to bear on one's heart. Big Mama wears the fragrances of Lord Have Mercy collard greens or Thank You Jesus chicken back stew. Big Mama is a friend to everyone. Her house is a place where poor black people do feel the supernatural divine love of God in food served at a dinner table for the least of God's children. Larnell Custis Butler's poem, At Big Mama's House, There is the Power of Love in the Cooking Pot, from her book, Improvise in the Amen Corner. Before we end, this from Passager co-editor Kendra Kopelke. As you may or may not know, Passager is a small literary press with a big mission, and it's even more difficult now to raise money, but we really need it to be able to continue. If you could make a donation today, it would mean a lot to ensuring Passager's future. We are doing everything we can to stay lean, but we still have expenses. Even a small donation can go a long way to sustaining us. Go to PassagerBooks.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. To buy Improvise in the Amen Corner, subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. Also, between now and December 26th, 20% off on all Passager subscriptions and book purchases. Go to PassagerBooks.com and click Shop and Subscribe. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passenger staff, I'm John Shore.